I'm doing my Facebook, going through my Facebook settings because they changed the look again. And uh, at first I thought they hadn't changed my settings to some of the defaults. And uh, they take you through a brief um, overview at the beginning to touch on the main ones, like in privacy. And uh, under who can look you up using the email address you provided, it was only me in their brief in their brief go around of it, but then when I went when I went in and started looking at it myself, they had my email as anybody, and uh, I had it as only me, and they showed it as only me in that little brief go around they have you do when you when you first come in and see the new format. So they're blatantly lying. And this is something that's very difficult for disabled people because this is, this is confusing. You know, it's confusing for me, and I have a degree in social work. Um, I have a learning disability too, but still I have a degree, you know. Um, and once again, they changed the default too for who can look you up using the phone number you provided. Uh, they had anybody for that, which is ridiculous to even have that set as a default, that anybody can look you up using your phone number or your email. I mean, who gives their, wants their, everybody in the world to have their email? That's really ridiculous. Once again, Facebook has failed to meet the needs for the disabled. They are not user-friendly for the disabled. They keep things like this going around and around and around and it's it's like the first stage of obfuscation or put it put it putting it bluntly oppression for disabled people you know it just makes life that much that little bit of extra harder for you when you wake up in the morning and you have to adjust to something new and they throw things out like this that are blatant fucking blatant lies and you know it's just it's not un with the big with every and with every big tech company the main four i don't think there's much difference when they go and change something it's often like this and you would think that the big tech companies would be the first ones to make things easier for the disabled people and not throw things like this into their um, into their logarithms or their algorithms or however they're figuring out how they want to manipulate um, how information is shared and accessed. So once again, um, this is Suzanne Bencho, by the way. It is. May 21st, 2020. Sorry, I didn't say that from the beginning. I didn't think I was going to do this as a podcast, but it uh, came out pretty easily. I don't have to redo it. I don't have to write it and, and, and read it. It came off, uh, seemed to come off pretty much perfect first run. So I'm going to put this in a podcast today. Um, there was... I'm going to bring something else up while I have the chance, because um, this is another issue that affects disabled people. We had this USS Theodore Roosevelt issue 
that this captain was fired. Now, I saw some some more information on that today, and it caused me to look into it further. And um, oh, it was on the Wall Street Journal, the, their daily news briefing on the coronavirus. And he mentioned that there were fire rings aboard the USS Theodore Roosevelt. And I'm just thinking, it just seems to be a moot subject. Now they're thinking of reinstating him. I think they're using this whole issue as sort of a corral. So people that are looking at the virus and looking at politics and what's going on right now, um, are, they're using this as sort of a filibuster for drawing a large mass amount of people into empathizing with this officer, this Navy officer, instead of scrutinizing how the virus is being handled and what we can learn from it, especially the disabled people out there, because we're not in positions where we can, where we can guide policy that's done in the best way for us. And that's what every other oppressed group gets to do. Blacks, um, you know, old people have the AARP doing it for them. They just have to join the AARP and support it and um, write their congressman. But, but as disabled people, we don't get to work in policy-making jobs because we're not worth it. You know, evidently, we, don't, we have no idea what we need. And nothing could be further from the truth. When a disabled person is honest with themselves and they're not playing hardball and, they're not, and they've not gotten wrapped up in this game of hardball to confuse themselves so badly that they don't know what they need, then they do make excellent contributors. Then they can make excellent contributions to making policy. And this kind of thing is just getting in our way. It's a, it's a filibuster. You know how they have filibusters in, um, in Parliament and in Congress in the United States. They just go on and on and on and on and on about a subject just so somebody else can't talk enough on their subject or just so somebody else gets so confused or empathizes with him too much to the to the to, to the horrible you know downfall of his own policy making um, initiatives, which we are at the bottom absolute bottom you know um, of the rope on that one. So look out for stuff like this, disabled people, because they just want to corral you in so you empathize with them. I mean. Geez, you know, I wasn't allowed to eat as a child, but I'm supposed to put the medical profession up on a pedestal over this coronavirus? When I asked my chiropractor for help, I asked my, my Catholic priest for help when I was a child, and I asked my mother's, my, well, I call him my mother's gynecologist because how could he be my gynecologist when he didn't even call child services? to get me some help for the abuse that was going on. So let's think here, disabled people. Don't over, whatever you do, don't empathize with these people to the demise of your own, to the demise of your own initiatives for the day. And think about this daily. You know, how much credit should I really be giving people out there? How much time should I really be giving other people's issues? Do I really need to bargain with my time to get help 
to get my policies forward? That's not what handicap is about. We don't even have a handicap for our handicaps yet. We're not even paid for our contributions yet. You shouldn't have to bargain away your time. You shouldn't even think, let's step back a second here. You shouldn't even think that you have to bargain away your time putting put that you should that you could be putting into helping your policies go forward when you're not even getting paid for what you're for being a, the disabled person and the guinea pig and saving the lives that you save every day so let's stop this nonsense about over empathizing with the rest of the world when we're not even appreciated for the lives that we save every day so that's what I think this USS Theodore Roosevelt situation is about. And I hope that you can learn something from this, and I hope it helps our group as a whole. Thanks for listening, and have a nice day. Bye-bye.